welcome to Let Me Talk Podcast, Season 2, Episode 35. On today's episode, I speak with Luca, Otis Gracie, and Olivia Deeble, the creators of the new hit series, More Than This, a show that was written by teens for teens. It is currently airing on Paramount Plus in Australia. Without giving anything else away, let's get into this episode. Hey, Olivia. Hey, Luca. Thank you so much for joining me on Let Me Talk Podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys here. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Awesome. So with the um, side of the podcast, always do a bit of a breaking um, the ice, so a little bit of a rapid fire just to get to know you guys a bit more and the audience to hear what you guys like, I guess. Um, it's all related to the industry, so hopefully it's, it's easy. Um, so my first question is, who, like, what actor inspires you the most at the moment or just in general? Hmm. Um, I would say there's so many. I would um <laughs> God. I think at the moment, especially Elliot Page. Yeah. Um, because being a trans person, looking up to other trans actors, and especially he did it like in the public eye, and he even changed his character on um the Umbrella Academy to a yeah. trans person. And I think just to see him and watch him grow as a person as well and his acting is just great. I think that's, yeah, that's my answer, Elliot Page. Yeah, I love that. And you, Olivia? Um, probably Olivia Coleman. I've been recently, like, re-watching a lot of stuff that she's in and she's so fantastic and, like, typically a character actor, right, but just... I don't know, I'm just so heavily and consistently inspired by her and I think she's gorgeous and amazing. Yeah, awesome. Um, the next one is film on TV. What do you prefer to watch? I go through all phases. I don't know if this is the same with you, Luca, but I really, I'll either be in such a series mode and just want to consume as, much, as many television mm. series as I can and I want it on, like I just want, like I'll just go through TV and then sometimes I'll I'll just watch very different genres of film where they all look I'm kind of deriving lots of different things from them. So it'll yeah. be like I'll watch a horror and a comedy and a drama all in the same night and they're from completely different places and the themes are so different as well. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I I'm just like mine is so, mood mood as well based on my mood. Yeah, I think it really <laughs> depends on what I want. I think Sometimes I feel like, oh, I don't have the energy to watch a movie now, but then I watch, like, a whole season of a TV show, so I don't know how that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, it's like, it's like if a movie is a commitment for some yeah. reason in our brains. Mm, I think so, too. Uh, but, like, usually I'm a f- more of a film person because I love yeah. going to the cinema alone. Cool. I love yeah. that. You do love to go to the cinema, Luca. I, I try and go every week. <laughs> Oh, really? Like, That's yeah, cool. no, it's, it's really insane how frequently they frequent the cinema. <laughs> do you go on your own? I really enjoy going to the movies on my own. I do yeah, sometimes on my own, but my dad also enjoys cinema. Yeah. So That's cool. I yeah. wish my mum falls asleep in the cinema, so it's fun for me. Um, so I'll just go on my own. Um, <laughs> and the next one is do you prefer to watch a blockbuster or an indie movie? Definitely indie. <laughs> I think Indies are just so beautiful most of the yeah. time. 
and there's so many different parts to it you know like you can find a beautiful german film that you have no idea what's going on but the cinematography is so beautiful that you'll sit through the whole thing exactly you know exactly and the last one is when you guys most inspired like <laughs> like when like at a time of the day <laughs> like just like kind of when where do you find your like I don't even know how to explain this, but like when are you most inspired, I guess, to like write or to be creative? Like can be a time of the day, it can be anything really. However you take it. Whenever I watch something that I usually like if I watch a film that I really like and then it inspires me, and then I have like three days of just like doing creative stuff and then I stop because I lose momentum. But then I watch another th- I think it's it's about watching other things and then having inspiration from that. Yeah, awesome. Cool. I think my inspiration is very centered around people. Like mm-hmm. if I've been really talking about making things and, and having really active and open discussions either about films we've seen, stuff that we think should be out there more, what concepts we agree with, then I want to go and write. Yeah. Um, so I think it's really surrounded by having a lot of people. Oh, my gosh, I'm so tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so okay. sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I'm, Luca can tell you I'm not a morning person. So I'm really <laughs> impressed that I've been able to get up. I'm so sorry for yawning. That was really inappropriate. Oh, my God, um, no, that's okay. I'm not really a morning person anyway. I went to sleep early to make sure that I was alive. Yeah. We've all, we've all <laughs> tracked it, haven't we? I'm proud of us all. Um, sorry. I feel like I feel the most inspired when I've been having lots of chats with people, fellow people who want to do creative things or are in the creative field, whether that's us talking about a film that we've all seen or mm. talking about scripts and stuff like that or new ideas that we all have, that really drives me because I know that it's almost like we're not like Luca and I would like not alone in what we're doing. Lots of people want to be able to make and write shows and it's really beautiful. Yeah, for sure. Well, you certainly did that and I'm so excited to talk about it. I binged it in like one day first. Like I don't have a job where I do anything. So I was just like, Oh, I'm going to watch it. Um, and then I was just like, wow, like I love it. Um, so do you want to explain just in case there's people that are listening that don't know what it's about? Because I have a few people from different countries that are like downloading this podcast. Um, so do you just want to explain what it's about? And then we'll just go from there. Yeah, so it's called More Than This. Um, it's about five kids who take an English extension class together. Uh, and our aim was just to let young people feel seen and sh- and it wasn't a show that was hypersexualization of any kids or fetishizing any substances or romanticizing behaviors. It was just about telling real Aussie teen stories in a way that made real Aussie teens feel comfortable seen, seen and heard. And then even more importantly, we wanted to start normalizing the queer community and it's about that the things that young people go through happen to them not because they're gay or because not because they're queer, but yeah. because everyone just goes through a lot of shit as a teenager. Yeah, exactly. I really felt that. And I feel like when I was watching it, I felt like you guys kind of filled that gap because I was, there were a lot of, sh- there's a lot of shows out there, a lot of teen shows that are I, like very hyper dramatized and just, like just so unrealistic they don't even have jobs like as teens in the show and I guess like that's like what they're trying to do but I feel like there was a bit of like missing like content with teens in Australia so I feel like you guys 
covered that for sure in this TV show. And it's kind of, it's great because you guys were both 17 when you wrote this, right? Um, and I just kind of want to know like what the beginning processes were like, like how did you come up with the idea and like the, and then develop the like episodes based on that idea? I think we just figured that there wasn't anything like more than this in Australia mm. and we ran off that <laughs> and we wanted to make something different. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. And yeah, it was also yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, uh, what I was just going to say, so our, then kind of more from a technical side, I'd come back from America after pilot season and I was like, oh, my God, this is just like, this is just no representation of teenagers in Australia. Mm-hmm. So then I had kind of come up with the loose beginnings of the idea and then approached Luca and Luca really helped me flesh everything out. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, then I, then we, uh, then the next process was then we interviewed like 50 kids, asking them what they wanted to see on screen. And then in one of the like breaks in between the lockdowns, we had like a little workshop where most of our, we actually discovered most of our cast in said workshop. I'd say like 80 or 70% of the cast that was in that workshop are the cast now. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you got them, you actually got the cast from a workshop that you did. So it wasn't like a like traditional kind of casting process. No, 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 no. Yeah, we only really did workshops, and then like I think that's very rare. Normally, you do yeah. a lot of workshops with lots of actors, and then you could cast someone completely different. Mm. But they just really kind of worked perfectly, and like those the people who were in the workshop were so fantastic. Yeah, that's so awesome, and I feel like interviewing teenagers like before you even like kind of start the process like that's so important because you guys are teenagers so you definitely you knew like definitely 100 percent what like people were going through at the time that you were age but to go then and source other act like source other teens and find out their stories did you find that you were having like similar similar kind of experiences as well or were there like very different experiences with people that you were like um speaking to that were like you're the same age as you yeah, well, I think um, not just interviewing those teenagers, just looking around at friends and everything, uh, all the kind of struggles that we face. I'll just kind of look at my friends and go, oh, not profiting off people's... Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> profiting uh, off people's experiences, <laughs> sure. But, yeah, we didn't really have to look further other than us and our friends and yeah. because we're the same age as our characters. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I really like the workshop idea. How did you guys just have that idea that you wanted to cast people from workshops, or did it kind of just come from like interviewing the kids and then kind of be like, well, let's find the cast through like workshops rather than an actual casting kind of process? I think it just kind of happened because we got such great people in the workshop, and it was just kind of actors that we knew that were teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we had the workshops, I guess our characters kind of molded into those actors. And yeah. it's not like we were writing for them, but they became the characters through those yeah. workshops. Yeah. For sure. That's awesome. Like that I really I just really like that idea. I just feel like you don't see it often. So it's it's really interesting that you you did it differently. And I feel like it shows on the TV show that 
it's a special it's a special like product and it's a special time in the Australian kind of industry that you were able to do that and do it your way like you guys you guys created it you made it and then you could do it like your the the following processes that came after making it and writing it like you could do it you could do it your own way and you didn't really have that um you know those people that are just like no gotta do it this way this way this way you kind of took the reins which is awesome but I guess what I want to talk about now is both your characters. Um, how was the development of them? Like how did you kind of base them off people you already knew or is it, is it kind of a mix of like you and someone like you know or the person like is the character just completely like new and not based off anyone? For both of you guys. So Charlotte and your character, okay, Charlotte and Jacob. Sorry, I thought you meant about all the characters. Um, I don't really think that Charlotte was... When I was writing it, I knew there needed to be a really gritty girl who was just going through some absolute shit. Mm-hmm. And I think Charlotte was just kind of a compile of all, like, the crap things we could throw at her. Because yep. I then, you know, obviously, as a, this kind of happens with all, I feel like, actors who are then writers. They just want to give themselves the media stuff a little bit. <laughs> so sure. I knew that I, I wanted to play Charlotte when I had created her because I thought she was really gritty and amazing and awesome. But I don't think she really – I think her strength came from me, but that's as an actor opposed to her being inspired as a writer. Mm-hmm. Like as uh, when I was writing her, I didn't really give a lot of my life experiences to her. I think we're actually very different. Mm. um yeah so not really for me but that was also I like that I think I really love that my job is to be able to give characters lives that aren't my own and that you know I'm telling a story and you know if I'm a good enough actor you'll believe me so (laughs) that's what I always really love about it for sure she's like Charlotte's someone I've never played before so that's also been really interesting and awesome yeah she was a lot like she was she was edgy, but she also had a softer side. And I feel like the realness I felt about like Charlotte was that, you know, and like all the characters actually, that they had other things going on in their lives, like outside of school. But you also showed like 50% of the time, like school as well. Most of the time you show the school and a lot of like teen shows, you don't, especially in America, you don't Mm. see them. You either don't see them going to school or you either don't like, you don't see them having like a side job outside. And I guess that's how it's written. But like, in a sense, like it's, there's so many shows out there that are just like not as real. And that's why like, even with, the characters it's so interesting how you guys wrote them because you allowed for that um time period where you do see them to go going home and like their lives at home as well which gives you a better understanding of the characters anyway which is great yeah that was our main intention we really wanted to um show kind of a full life of a kid because we we really didn't want anyone to be pigeonholed either so that was our main intention of showing everyone their retrospective jobs or lives because we wanted to go you know people like school is so fundamentally important but we also everyone has a life outside of school as well Mm, and you know like people have to go to work or they have to go home or they have to do a lot of shit and it's that's when you start humanizing people when you get to look at their own life but back to the question you said before about um 
Luca, Luca, mm. you had quite a different experience to me than with writing the characters inspired or like yeah. how, how the character development came by. And I think it was really interesting if you want to talk about it. Well, with Jamie, mm-hmm. we always thought we were going to have a non-binary character. Yeah. Um, and I think it, it is difficult because every non-binary person is different. So mm-hmm. it is hard to represent a community where everyone is completely different yeah, um, sure. from each other. But so in doing that, Jamie is very much kind of inspired by kind of 15-year-old me. Yeah. Uh, I was very introverted and shy and, like, trying to find my place in the world at that age. So a lot of the characteristics that Jamie has and everything, that's basically me. Yeah, that's but, great, though, yeah. as well, because it's very, it, like, it, it would have come very naturally to you to be able to write it, write the character verse and, and like, and perform as the character so I feel like that's awesome though so yeah it's yeah but like Jamie's home life and everything though like mm. that wasn't me at all yeah <laughs> <laughs> I Jamie is way more responsible than me I would not be able to look after a child <laughs> but it's like <laughs> it's, I don't know Luca you look after me though yeah, I feel like you look like you can look after a child, like for sure. At least, like I'm a child. Younger like, sibling. My room is, like looks like a five year old room, you know. <laughs> but I really did like that. Um, you know, you showed you even showed like different um, socioeconomic families, like some families that were doing better than others financially, and then some families that were also struggling because it's so it's so like true like worldwide and that's so like relatable and I feel like both your characters family lives were kind of the same on like maybe on the same level socio-economic wise so I feel like that that was also also awesome to see um that you both tackled that as well in your characters and thank you sorry no that's right yeah yeah, no, like, I was I'd- just going to say thank you. That was a really, really lovely um, compliment. I think, you know, again, we really wanted to make it very current and present to the Aussie culture is, as well. So, you know, that that kind of being that, like, you think about, I don't know if you went to a public or private school, mm-hmm. but public school you really do just get, like, a whole bunch of different kids Yeah. because sometimes sure. it's easier to send them to the air. Like, there's all these other reasons, and we really wanted to show that. Mm-hmm. Um and that also, you know, some people who are in the, like, yeah, the lower socioeconomic had it pretty bad, but sometimes, you know, there's components of their lives that are better. Yeah, um, and it was just about normalising people. It really, we just didn't want to put anyone in a bracket or make any of the characters stereotypical as well because we wanted to start, like, you know, challenging ourselves as writers who were breaking boundaries. Yeah, exactly. And when you, what did you kind of find when you started, like, writing what did you find was missing? Like what was the main thing that was kind of, you were just kind of like, we've got to do this because things are just not being written right. Like did you watch a show that you were like, okay, this is not like typical high school. I've really, and then, then you get inspired from that show to write something that is typical high school. Did you have a show in mind that was like something that kind of propelled you to start to write this? No, I mean, I'll let Lucas speak for themselves. Not for me. Um, I think I just, it was more so, a, a, it, it was it was what was not there. We ne- I was never seeing any kind of representation for anyone on screen. Yes. And if it was, it was American and done by 35-year-olds who are playing 18-year-olds. 
Yeah. So it wasn't like there was one thing that I was like, this is so bad, I have to make a better one. Yeah. It was just this insane compile of television series that just like weren't it or weren't mm. bang on or it didn't feel like there was representation involved. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I approached it because I was like, we can't keep, like we're, we're trying to get to a place of movement of like equality, right? But there is absolutely, there's nothing like that for teenagers in Australia that it needs to know it's okay. All the stories are very scary stories or if they're intense, they're done by like, again, like adults playing children. And that's really unfair because the teens who are then consuming it don't feel seen or valued or equal because they've got an adult playing them. And that's so diminishing. And so I didn't want to continue with this rhetoric and also like being a child actor, I then was like, well, I really want to, you know, I really want to keep acting as well in my late teens um yeah so that's kind of where I then got inspired to make it from I think uh the representation of the queer community um and how we've kind of touched on it before but in our show how uh all the queer characters none of their storylines are to do with them being queer because there's no darkness there's no issue with them being queer in the school in their lives um and they have other issues and yeah, and I really, I really did like that because I wasn't finding like it was all about like them being like it being difficult for them to be in school because of like how they identify. And I, I really loved that it like it just went like they were just part of the cast, they were part of the storyline, and it was it didn't make it a big deal, which is great because there's so many again, there's so many shows even that aren't teen shows that like are uh, just you know people in their mid twenties or like shows that make that still make a big deal out of it and we haven't really crossed that like boundary yet like with a lot of shows especially like I don't know the ones that they make here but also like there's some in America that are still kind of making a big deal out of it as well which I find that this show kind of breaks through that which is awesome and it's awesome that it's broken through with Australian writers which like it's just super inspiring and I love it I love I love that you guys were able to tackle that and kind of ha- and now there's this show that is even for adults like I'm I'm 26 like a bit old but I like it I could see my high school experience through some of the characters that were on like this show and that were created for the show and it's so weird but I was like I know I've been out of school for like 10 years but this the high school doesn't matter what year you're out of school the high school experience is so still so similar and it's finally great to see like an Australian high school experience on screens and hopefully it reaches hopefully it's reaching people that are like not in the country just to see like how we kind of go through high school and how it is for us because it's super different and I find and did you do you guys find that the American like education and kind of high school experience is different to the Australian one did you got if you've kind of communicated with other Americans or from what you see on tv I guess as well yeah absolutely it's it's completely different and I guess that was you know you can kind of see it in 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 films like I'm sure that there are some television shows that are really connected to America that make them feel very seen, but mm. it's such an, a, such a different experience going to Aussie high school and American high school. Yeah. Awesome. Did you find that cause you guys are like 
quite close. It was easy to bounce each other, like ideas off each other and it, like the idea and things developing the idea. Did it come easy? Cause you guys already knew each other and how, you know, like you just had that close connection to be able to just keep going and like write everything quite quickly or did it become difficult at parts? Now, like kind of brainstorming is just very chaotic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I like would hate for people to see us. Like it involves, and I, like it involves Luca being like, Olivia, can you sit down? I'd be like, no, I need to like stand. I need to do a pacing. And then we get so distracted. And then we're like, oh shit, what about this idea? This is a cool idea. So it's, it's insane. <laughs> I think it would stress anyone else out. And we had a, like a, a prac writer's room um, for yeah. just some prep for like the potential of season two, which was awesome. That was so mm-hmm. valuable and helpful. Sure. But that was chaotic as fuck. <laughs> like, that was insane. We had like all these big post-its. I'm like yelling at Luca. We've got like another writer in the room. He's like, what's going on? And I'm like, no. And I'm sad, like doing pretend that me and Luca like pretend we're like evil geniuses. It's pretty funny. <laughs> We yeah. just start yelling words at each other and then yeah. that ends up being a plot line. Yeah. I love we that. You're just kind of taking from the real life and making it a plot line. I, I, I enjoy that. Um, Luca, to you, how was it for you to be, like, representing your community and, you know, did you feel pressure or were you kind of like, I'm ready for this, like, I've been waiting to do this for such a long time. Like, what was it like for you? when you kind of started shooting as well as like before as well, did you feel some side, like some kind of pressure or was it all good like on your end? It certainly was nerve wracking. I think I was just more nervous because it was my first acting job. So I think it was like me trying to do that. But I think, as I said before, like every non-binary person is different. So people might not relate to Jamie who yeah. are non-binary, um, but you no, know, we, it was nerve-wracking a little bit. I think afterwards, I think when the show came out, mm-hmm. I was more nervous about it because I was like, oh, now people are actually seeing it and um, I'll see what people say. And that was a bit nerve-wracking. But then I've gotten so many messages from non-binary people and trans people in general um, saying how they feel seen by Jamie, which is mm-hmm. nice, very nice. Um, that is nice. It's so, like, yeah. it's such a comforting like feeling as well to know that you've got like you've done something you've put something out there and people are now like taking it they're receiving it in such a good way and you they're relating to you which is great and relating to the show as a whole which that is that is groundbreaking that's a really I like that statement that is groundbreaking and you you you're the first like you're the you're the first show to do that and to have such diversity as well which is great but um yeah so not much pressure just kind of like I can do this I can I'm confident enough to do it and to make it and to justify it and to make it great yeah I think well while we're filming I didn't really think about it as much because I didn't want to make it a huge deal yeah um as we do in the show, it's not a huge mm. deal that Jamie's non-binary. It's just who they are. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, as we were filming, it wasn't as I was just more nervous about getting the acting right. <laughs> yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, and Olivia, you like your mum directed and your auntie produced. How was how was that? Like, 
involving family and stuff. I know you have like a long list of like family members that have been in the industry for such a long time. Did you feel um, a pressure to have it be really great or were they kind of really supportive in whichever way you guys want it to go? Like how was that? Um, so like, I, th- I think it's, is a pretty standalone, like recommendation. Don't ever work with any producers or directors that make you feel pressured in any kind of shape or form. Um, my mum and my aunt, so my mum and my aunt actually both produced it as well. And then my mum directed as, as well. Um, I love it. I think it, 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 and especially a bit for the importance of this show, having my mum and my aunt help make it really let them, like I had, it was kind of like we talked the formalities out of it a little bit. And so I could, they just, and like, they just listened to me and they went, yeah, this isn't my story. I won't understand it. We're going to give Luca and Olivia the platform so that they can make it. Yeah. Um, and that's because they had so much trust in us and they saw that there was real potential for the show. So there was a, an overwhelming amount of support. I think there also was a pressure, I guess, when my mum was directing. Actually, that's a lie. There wasn't a pressure from her, but I think, you know, in the way that, like, if your mum was a teacher, she'll always be a little bit more harsh on you. Yeah, for sure. So it was kind of like, you know, we'd be on set and if I was talking, she'd be like, Olivia. (laughs) Like, I remember once, oh, my God, Luca, do you remember when I spilt that water? Yes, I do. I I was was being a menace and I threw some water at someone on set, (laughs) which don't ever do. That was really inappropriate of me. I feel really bad. Um, but I was in like, I wasn't on set. I was just in another room. And then my yeah. mom like had me clean it up in front of everyone. She yelled at me and that was really embarrassing. But I guess like, I, I totally get that. Like if you had family, you know, you have that extra, a little bit of extra like pressure for them to, to, to be like really good. Cause there might be a little bit more, um, like stricter on you. But I, I love that. It's like, I can't, a family, like the family are involved and everything like that because then it brings that kind of it brings that extra like makes it extra special I feel and the fact that they were able to like give you like the control and kind of take let you kind of take over and do things in your own way it's it's a testament to what this show is as well because it's like you can see that you guys have had so much involvement in it just from like literally the first episode which I also kind of want to talk about if this is okay um the layouts of like each episode I love that everyone has like their their own kind of episode and some people have like an episode with two two characters in it which is great um was that on purpose like did you guys want an episode for each specific character so you could get to know them and have them have their own solo episode yeah, so that was absolutely our intention with it. Like, as we kind of touched on earlier, we wanted the ability for you to go home and focus on one one character gets to really delve into them quite quickly so people can start getting connected, like, on a writing tactic front. Yeah. Um, and also just, again, to highlight how different everyone's lives are. Um, we did want everyone to have their own episode, but we, <laughs> we just didn't have enough money, really. Yeah. That's the only reason that some of the joint episodes. And I think it also, com- like, it assisted us as well like for example the Luca and sorry the Jamie and Zali one worked so well because they were so side by side and I actually really like the way that turned out Mm -hmm. that compatibility and then the Leon and Mr. E was nice as well because they were both living such different lives Um, yeah for sure and so it kind of it worked in our favor I think it really added this interesting little spin and I don't in my opinion I don't think it made 
the characters who were sharing episodes any less of main characters. I think we mm. still managed to ensure that they were still getting screen time and stuff. Yeah, I agree. I didn't, like, when I was watching, I didn't feel like anyone, like, I feel like everyone got equal amount of time on screen and their stories were told um, as just as equally as the people that got the individual episodes, which is great. Um, I'm glad you saw it that way. So, like, another thing I kind of want to talk about, it's kind of close to my heart. So I'm an epileptic, but, um, and I know, Olivia, you've tackled storylines before on epilepsy and Home and Away. Um, So I was kind of surprised to see it in there just because I, like, there is literally no show that I've watched that has, like, tackled epilepsy before. Um, And you did it in such a real way because I got diagnosed with epilepsy when I was, like, 18 years old. So I was still in school. Um, And just the way it's done, like, it's, it's a very... I don't know, the condition you feel like you need to keep it a secret like a lot of the time, which is kind of, um, which sucks. Like I just felt like in high school I just kept it a secret. I mean I was having seizures from like 13 and went throughout my whole high school undiagnosed. But That's incredible, babe. Like, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But um, um, it shouldn't be a secret and that's why no. I loved it when I saw it in here. I kind of was just like um, what – what kind of got gave you the idea to put it in and did it kind of come from when you were portraying it on home and away you were just wanting to like go further with it and see what what other things you could do with it as well yeah so I think that the storyline on home and away was such like a big thing and I really I got a lot of knowledge when the storyline came about so Mm -hmm. I kind of knew a lot about it um just from having I really wanted to do that Raffi justice or and then you know I wanted I didn't I wanted it to be as authentic and possible and make people feel really seen with that when I was on home and away and I got a really positive reaction which was really lovely yeah um that wasn't kind of the direct in um the direct inspiration though Mm -hmm. um the direct inspiration more so was the I wanted to incorporate how like weed is a really big part of Australian high school. And, um, but also it wasn't that I just didn't want to have that classic pothead. I wanted there to be, I also wanted to show like the benefit, the beneficial effects and things like that and start talking about why some like explaining to people why some people smoke and that, you know, it's not just that they're, ah, they're a pothead. It's that sometimes it actually really does, um, help people. But then Mm. also it's like, then they, you know, marijuana has downsides unless you're taking it like in the medically dosed way that you should yeah um and I also know a lot of people that like I I know a lot of people our age who have epilepsy and how it's really affected them and I think that was that was a bit more of their story um but it's one of those underground ones that like people don't as you said people don't really talk about it so I thought it was a good one to bring up yeah and just show that you know again and it's like it's not an ableist thing of that he like Alex is in no way debilitated but yeah it still affects him in moments where he gets really stressed or overwhelmed or when he, and you know, you have to be really aware. Like he just took something at a party that he thought could be fun and then it's altered. It became really, really dangerous for him. So it was also a a way for us to communicate that you, if you do have something like epilepsy, you you need to really know a lot about it. And that's what's so hard about being diagnosed. Like, you know, baby, you got diagnosed at 18. Like you you could have done all these things that wouldn't have helped it beforehand. Exactly. So, yeah, and it is it hard. Is. And I like that you guys showed that it, a lot of it does come from stress and a lot of it does come from like 
just you do have a bit of like scatterbrain if you're taking medication from like a young age as well and like yeah the character he's taking it like in high school so like for me when I came out of high school and like well three weeks like before I turned 18 I had to like start taking medication and I was like wow like I just want to like get drunk with my friends and do whatever I can and um I just never saw myself on like represented on screen with that kind of never saw anyone with that kind of condition and I first saw it on home and away so I was like okay this is great like there's actually things are being said like maybe I don't need to keep it a secret anymore do you know what I mean but then that when really I means s- a lot to me thank you so yeah, no worries. I thought it was really well done I thought that they because you know like soaps can tackle things but not have enough time to like do it for a long period of time but I feel like this was a really that was a really good period of time and I feel like this show as well shows it in a really good light especially because it's so relatable and I feel like all I want to do now is help people that are struggling with their epilepsy because I'm very lucky I don't I don't get it as severe as other people I haven't had one in like almost two years so that's great for me to then now be able to like talk to people about it and when I see it on screens and like it's finally getting the like representation and kind of like educating other people through art and things like that that it deserves it's great and yeah I kind of just want to I wanted to compliment you guys on that because it was awesome to see and it, it was like touching as well like I'm so glad that it's finally like people now that are teenagers or whoever old you are, you can just live your life normally knowing you have this condition, but it doesn't need to, doesn't need to define you. It doesn't need to kind of stop you from doing what you want to do. I think, yeah, with Alex, it doesn't define him. Yeah. Like he exactly. has his music and he has, you know, he has Mr. E, he has his, he has Charlotte, he has his friends. So yeah, yeah. It at all. and it will show that like young teenagers like that do have epilepsy they can they can be like whoever they want to be and they can have supportive friends and it might even encourage them to say it you know like I just the, for so long I didn't tell anyone or that was the hardest thing because only my parents knew and I was lucky like I didn't have seizures outside my actual home I think the only times I had seizures was that were outside my home or in a car, but I was mainly with my sister or some, you know, some other family member. So I never had it in front of friends really. And then if I did, it was later on, but I ha- I still hadn't told them. So I had best friends that had no idea that I had, that I had epilepsy because I just didn't tell anyone. But that was back then. Now I feel like if I was a teen now seeing all the representation that's been like, that's happened with it and is is still happening like I feel like I'd be a lot more comfortable to just be like yeah I have it and so what (laughs) you know what I mean like it's it's awesome so I feel like this show does a lot of that like yes this is who I am who cares like that's just who I am so yeah it's a testament to both you guys I really love it and yeah I'm just excited for more people to see it and like Hopefully for a second series, uh, second series. Like, how do you guys know much about that yet, or are you kind of just waiting and hoping and praying for a second season? It's kind of in the works. Um, it's always a tricky thing that when you are making a second season with like a production company or um, like a big producing place, because there there's now a lot more to do. Like, there's a lot more money to go to lots of different people and. Now that you've got people invested and on board, it really changes the dynamic a little bit. 
Mm. Um, and because we did it without like having a direct streaming platform attached, we didn't know where it was going to go. So I think it was also a lot freer. Yeah. Um, but we're, yeah, like as we said, we're trying to figure out the plot lines for season two and we've started writing. So, yeah, I guess we also are hoping and praying that um, it'll get made and then we can show them all our amazing ideas for season two. Yeah. I'm so excited for you guys. Um, we have reached the uh, part of the podcast that I do every week so just super important to raise awareness we've kind of raised awareness with a lot of things today but I just wanted to know if you guys had something in particular you wanted to also raise awareness for yourselves that like is truly important to you guys and um you'd want the audience to kind of hear and get more knowledge on um I think just listening to young people (laughs) and hear what we have to say and just yet yeah, in general, because everyone is different um, and everyone goes through their own struggles and that we're not less of a person because we're young. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I think especially in the, like in these times as well, like there's so many things that young people have more knowledge on than say like the older generation. And I always find that sometimes like some Sometimes the older generation can be a little bit like ignorant to certain things or not willing to have a conversation with the younger person that might know more than them. And I feel like that's super important to just, yeah, to just like be like, you know, I have a voice too and it deserves to be heard. So, yeah, I think that's a great, great thing. Do you have anything you'd want to say, Olivia, or kind of think Luca covered it? No, look, I have absolutely covered it and was fantastic. I think something really close to me or something that is, um, yeah, just equality in the workplace and that we need to start telling stories about not just upper-middle-class white people or, like, straight hit, like, cis-presenting people as well. And, like, they once you start just talking to people and listening to people and allowing people to tell you their stories, there is such a world of beautiful possibilities with art and yeah so not just listening to young people but that is also very important to me but also listening to everyone um because everyone deserves to have to be seen on screen and everyone deserves to see themselves in all assets and components it's really shocking that we're not at that phase we're not at that stage with um film and television yet yeah, I agree. I feel like we're so far ahead in some things, but like so behind in other like things like this. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like your show really pushes that boundary and makes sure and makes makes it known that this is what you guys are doing. This is how you guys are changing the industry and making these changes. And I'm just praying that like people soon follow and start, but even start allowing like other people in Australia to write and present their work and I feel like you got, you two are just a great example that it can happen and you just got to keep pushing and whatever ideas that you have like never ignore that idea like just like it's either going to be a good idea or it's either or it's going to be something that you just put in the like in your bank of ideas and maybe not touch on again but like every idea is le- is leaning you towards the thing that you are actually going to sit down and you're going to write and who knows it could be 
groundbreaking just like this tv series as well so yeah i am so glad that you guys came on today i feel like anyone who's listening to this will be super inspired um yeah just thank you thank you so much for making this and yeah it's bingeable guys i binged it so <laughs> we can all thank binge you so it. much thank you for having us <laughs> no worries thank you so much Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can find us on whatever podcast platform you use. And whilst you're there, please leave us a comment, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you.